This episode of the Rob's Podcast with Maddie West is brought to you by All About You DJ. Let All About You DJ host your next wedding, party, or event. All About You DJ specializes in wedding receptions as well as any other private parties, including birthdays, engagement parties, school dances, or any other special event you may need a DJ for. We work with you to ensure that your entertainment is perfect for your event. At All About You DJ, your event is not only important to you, but it's also important to us. We make it memorable for all of those involved. All of about You provides everything you need to make your wedding the event of your dreams. From dazzling photo booths to ensure your event is one your guests will never forget, to gorgeous uplighting to make your wedding photos pop, All About You offers several different packages to fit your needs. You can even ask for me, the Rob, to host your party. Check out our five-star reviews on Google and on Facebook.com slash DJ. Give us a call at 812-402-0610 or check us out online at AllAboutYouDJ.com and of course, if you would like to advertise on the Rob's podcast with Maddie West, please email the Rob's podcast at gmail.com. You know, my wedding anniversary was earlier this week. I saw that. And uh, I was reminded of just how much fun, because before I worked for All About You, DJ, uh, I used them for right. my wedding, yeah. which you were at. Yes, I was there. Which, by the way, one of the pictures that came up was a very tiny picture of Woodson with my I mom. I saw it. I was like, oh my God, I forgot him being so that size. Tiny. Me too. Like, I just remember him like just coming out and just running all yeah, around. Yeah, I know. I know. It happens so quick, as, <laughs> as you know. Oh my gosh, yeah, do I know. As you know. But uh, yeah. Yeah, I just want to say that, yeah, but even before I worked there, I used them and I was just like, oh my God, we had the most fun wedding. Literally so much fun. Yeah, we had a blast. So yeah. thank you. And I used them too. So that's look, two for two. Look at it. That's right. You did. And yeah. did you regret that? Never. It was there without a doubt the best, you know, so there was one point in time where I don't, I'm not even sure Cody knew what I was saying anymore, but he still just made it work. I, I was just like, listen, you need to play Drake. And he's like, again, I'm like, again. Well, and I, and I remember you had some audibles that were called on the fly at your wedding yep. too. And Cody yep. was just there and we had Quick the same on his thing. Feet. I mean, that's the thing is like with your wedding day. And I, I love it when like, cause sometimes there'll be, um, not bridezillas, but it's oftentimes the mom of the bride. And they'll be like, this is an itinerary with minute by minute yeah. when they want things to yeah. happen. Right. And I'm like, okay, we'll follow this. But yeah. in my mind, I'm like, it never, just wait ever <laughs> works out that way. If you're way. planning a wedding out there right now, just wait. If you're handing one of those to do, like, that's cute. You think it's going to yeah. go like that. But no, I mean, it's... We, uh, we hope it does, but... We, we, and we'll, and we'll, trust me, it won't be your DJ yeah. that's backing you up. It's going to be, you know, you're going to, you think you're going to arrive at your venue at 545? Mm-hmm. Yeah, okay. You ain't. You ain't. So that's just how it goes though. But yeah, it makes it better. It makes for a better story. So yeah. So yeah, two years with my wife oh my already. Goodness. Seven I can't years believe together. It's been two years. I know we got married two years ago. That's so crazy. Yeah. Right. Again, time just like, whew. and you've been married right, for right, what? Right. Like two months now. I know. So time just fucking flying. Right. <laughs> <laughs> I'm so glad you're back here in the studio. It's been, yeah. I guess, plenty of quarantine time. Yeah. I like. I mean, the, we get the video calls to sound good. But right. uh, oh, last week was a mess. I mean, we had you on video. I'm in the dark. I know. <laughs> Somebody said you look like Dr. Evil and I can't unsee it. <laughs> what am I missing? I've seen those movies. When was he like a shadow? I, it, I don't even think it was that he's ever necessarily been a shadow. I just think it was like just the whole thing it was just like it was like Dr. Evil vibes, like just <laughs> sitting on your little perch and like <laughs> all dark. It was awesome. Thank you. But it well, feels great to be back in the studio. We definitely need updates on 
on you. Okay. We well, had, I'm so glad you asked. We had an emotional episode we did. last time. We you did. Were, uh, if you missed last week, first of all, you can go back and listen to it. Literally it's not like anytime. a radio show. You didn't just miss it. It didn't yeah. just fade into obscurity. You can go back yeah. and watch it. But um, let's bring people up to speed. You, um, you, okay, so I remember you took a job. And I remember on Facebook, yeah. you had a big post about how you were real excited about you accepted this new position. Yep, yep. And I even remember on my itinerary for the show that morning, I was like, I want to ask Maddie about this new job. She's right. probably real excited. And yeah. uh, right before we went on the air, I learned that you didn't take it. I didn't take it, no. Even after you had committed to them and you told the world and you mm-hmm. said you, you had a mm-hmm. breakdown in a, in a mall in Arizona. Yeah. Yep. Um, and I just didn't do it. And you and you didn't take it. So where And my we- life's been in shambles ever since. Is that true? <laughs> I mean, kind of, just because I think... I think that's what caused my most recent, uh, like super anxious episode was that whole job thing. It's a big, it's a big thing. Yeah. And going from being literally being a stay at home mom to working full time in theory sounded like, Oh, awesome. Like I'll get to be this boss bitch again. And like, I'll get to like use my degree, you know, and like do all that stuff. But in reality, I just wasn't ready to leave my kid. I just wasn't ready yet. Not full time, at least. So you think if you didn't have a, if you weren't a mom, you would have taken that job? Oh, 110%. Yeah. 110%. But I was sitting there in that mall picking out clothes for my new job. And I think that that's when it just hit me. Like all these emotions at once of like, I don't want to do this. Like I'm sitting here picking out these clothes and I don't want this and yeah. I don't want to do this. And uh-huh. it just made me really anxious because you, you don't ever want to let someone down, especially me. Like that's a huge part of my anxiety is making sure I'm the best for other people and holding myself to this high standard. You know what I mean? To make sure that everyone else's life is easier because I'm in it. Yeah. It's a problem. No, well, I, and I know that because especially when someone is paying me, like I feel right. this devout loyalty to right. them. Right. Yeah, like, definitely. Because that's where your, that's where right. your food comes from. Yeah. You know? Yeah. Literally. And so uh, when the job had come back and they had said, cause it was advertised as a part-time position, which is why I applied in the first place. And then after talking to them and, uh, they were like, well, it's probably going to be more full-time. And I was like, okay, I'll try to make it work. And then I just, I just kind of, I wasn't going to put my kid in daycare, nothing against parents that put their kids in daycare. Yeah, no, I understand. I just have that opportunity to not. And I just decided to take that. But it was a huge letdown. Obviously for the company that I was applying to, it was a letdown for them because they were excited, you know, and I went through all these. They're going to have Maddie West work with them. <laughs> well, Maddie Baggett at the time. <laughs> no one knows me anymore. <laughs> it's actually pretty cool. What I'm talking about it. I think people recognize it. Whenever, whenever I think so. people recognize me, which is, it's like every wedding, there's always like one or two, right, yeah. which is so great. And I love that about it. So yeah, definitely. Um, but they're always like, and we love Maddie. And, yeah. Or how many times do I text you and I'm like, this person knows you? Yeah, literally, I, I go to the optometrist uh, earlier this week, and the girl was like, I, I'm still, I was going by my married name now, and even she was like, I know who you are. I don't fall for that baggage bullshit. <laughs> and I was like, don't pull his I was just standing me. there because of all the shit I talk about on the show. I was just standing there like, I wonder what she thinks of me right now. I mean, like, she brought it up, so clearly she listens. But I wonder, like, what her perception of me is. And now I'm, like, sitting here in my most vulnerable state ever, like, going to the doctor. You know what I mean? Yeah, and, sure. and boom, it's like, 
she knows more about me than I would have ever even guessed that she knew about me. And I've never even spoken to her. And then I'm like, Maddie, maybe you overshare too much. <laughs> well, if anyone overshares too much, it's probably you. I'm like, she's literally listened to me talk about blue waffles. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that was actually our quick hit this week. I saw that. Uh, that was one of my favorite ones we've had so far. Um, and Same. We got a lot of feedback on that one. And I forgot to sell funny that was. It's hysterical. Because like I pulled them, I pulled them like the week it happens. Right. And then I forget about them. And yeah. I, I give them like time to like breathe so that, you know, people will go and watch the episode. Right. And so like this one was a while ago and it's like, oh, that story of my mom is just like the most mom story that's ever happened. It's spectacular. <laughs> it's almost as good. I can't wait for like me to forget for a few weeks about Gwyneth Paltrow's vagina. And then I can't wait to just be like graced on my timeline again with that clip as well, which yes. is going to be awesome. Um, so you're good at that one. And I believe uh, we may hear more. Or you, the... Uh, the smell of my nuts. People told me. <laughs> I honest to God forgot about that already so, until you just did that. So that might, that may come back to haunt me at some I point. I hope it does. I future. really hope that it does. I hope so. So but yeah. Um, and actually that will come. I've got a story involving that later in the show okay, today. I'm so, excited for that. So stay tuned for that. Yeah. So you went to, were you talking about your eye doctor or yeah, yeah. I whenever went I went, yeah. So whenever I went to the eye doctor, um, so I noticed you got new, which is where I got my new specs. Yeah. They look, that's a real different look for you. Yeah, it is. I, I was, you know, I'm in the middle of a manic episode and I was just thinking like, maybe I'll switch up my look and just totally fucking reinvent myself. So, I'm doing okay. No, so so are your eyes okay? <laughs> My eyes are cool, right? Well, besides the fact they got a little bit worse since the last time I was there, which was been a few years ago, so honestly fair game at this point. But yeah, I just got some cool new glasses to adjust to my new vision, which has helped make everything look spicy. So you see you're seeing better with your glasses? Seeing definitely now? better now. Definitely. That's my great. anxiety has gotten a lot better over the last few days. I have noticed, like I said, it kind of comes in waves and when it's good, it's good. That can last a day or it can last a month. Yeah. When it's bad, it's bad and it's the exact same way. Yeah. So I met with, an, I've been to all kinds of doctors this week. I even got to go to the dentist this week. I have just really, can you tell I just got health insurance. <laughs> I literally just got married. The, the, the freaking insurance people were like, holy shit, lady, calm down. Cause I went to the optometrist and then I went, uh, to, to the doctor to talk about my anxiety. And then I've also been to the dentist, which I mean, if you think about it, it's actually kind of sad because like I couldn't afford health insurance on my own. Mm -hmm. Like a, a plan on your own is expensive. And I mean, I looked into like Medicaid, I looked into all that stuff. And it just was not in the cards for me at the time, especially since, you know, I'm unemployed. But um, yeah, so I'm like, that's actually kind of sad that like I haven't even got to go like get my teeth cleaned or like talk about my anxiety or like get my eyes checked and who knows how long yeah. because I haven't had insurance, which is just a whole nother thing that I feel like uh, we should talk about, especially with the upcoming election and stuff. What, what, what part? Just just how health we just insurance? need a more affordable health care. Yeah. Well, I mean, some people have been trying to make that happen. Mm -hmm. and, well, okay. and they got my vote. Or maybe everyone's <laughs> trying to make it happen, but they've all got different ways of going about right, it. Right, yeah. Because yeah. I'm trying to be fair. Right. And no, I think it's good to be fair. What I will say, though, just while we're on the topic, is you don't even understand how many text messages I've got from like family members over the last few weeks regarding the election and like talking to me about, like, you know, so-and-so wants to do this. Think about that when you vote. I'm like, I would rather just not talk to any of you guys about it. Yeah. Just let me do me. 
I'm debating sending a message like that to somebody, but I think I'm just not going to. Yeah. Well, um, I mean, it's like you're not going to change their mind. Right. Like, like because Trump's lo- uh, raising taxes in your tax bracket, I don't even have a tax bracket. You know, <laughs> I don't yeah. even have a job. Right. So, like, you know, everyone's different, and I think that you should vote based on that. So it's like you telling somebody else to do something might not necessarily apply to their same situation. You're, Maddie, you're absolutely right. But it's, that's totally unrelated dude, to the fact that I have crippling anxiety. But <laughs> The election's less than two weeks away. I know, I haven't voted yet. I need to. Yeah. Okay, hold on. You know, I'm okay. glad you bring this up. Yeah. Because there is this, it's been like over the past like eight years or so, like the past two presidential elections have been a thing. Stop early voting shaming people. Right. Because there is- No, I'll vote. Don't, don't worry. There is a whole day dedicated to going <laughs> right. to vote. You're it's late. called election day. Right. <laughs> so I hate when people like brag or act like people don't have their shit together if they don't vote before election like day. Like your vote counts just as much as mine, no matter if it was yesterday or on November 4th. Right. It's like I'm doing it on election day, the day that is right. dedicated to going and doing it. The Literally the only reason why I want to vote early is to avoid the chaos of election day. But it's like at this rate, there's going to be zero chaos no. on election day because everyone's voted early okay, already. I, once considered early voting and went and the line was over two hours long. <gasps> See, early, that's what I'm worried about. They're, Maddie, they're going to, when on election day, they have the polling places filled with people to help. Yeah, that's true. That's true. <laughs> you know, like, that's true. Because there's a day dedicated yeah. to it. No, I get it. I've always voted on election day. I've never early voted that's before. All, I, I mean, look, everyone can Listen, vote. Listen, we're going to vote. Chill, people. Yeah. We'll vote. I promise you. No, I'll stand you. out there for five hours the day of election day if I it's have to. It's the virtue warriors online. Yeah. The ones who are like trying to make it seem like they're so good because they've already voted like they have their sticker that says i voted so far up their asshole right yeah guess what you're uh, legally you're allowed even if you have to take time off work to go vote you're legally you're allowed, allowed to, to do, do that yeah so i just do it i don't vote. give a shit when yeah just and, vote and, and also, i don't even want to sound like those people that's like vote if you don't want to vote don't vote i think that that makes you a bit of an idiot but <laughs> or if you're an idiot don't vote like i said educate yourself true that's the most important thing true so true. um so I saw that uh, on on Snapchat you went to the dentist this week. Yeah, like I said, I've really been checking off my list of things to do besides vote, apparently. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> That's on my list soon, but I'm no. not taking a kid to the polls. <laughs> okay, go ahead. Okay. But I did, so I flunked my dentist visit Again, what do you? I don't get a report card. Again, I got a big old fucking F on my (laughs) dentist report card. Again, what do you mean? Every time I go, I fail. So, so I recently changed dentists. Also, yeah. Did yours die? No, my dentist passed away. I had no choice. Mine did not die, but we recently changed. My wife thought my wife loves her new dentist. Yeah, and she didn't like our old dentist. I didn't have a problem with their old dentist, but they recently, like, they changed and my dentist isn't there anymore. Right, right. So I just took it as an opportunity to change and okay. my, where my wife wanted me to go. And you like it? Holy cow. I walked in there. It was like, you have the best set of teeth I've ever really? seen. Really? Never have I gotten out of a dentist in my entire life. Me neither until this. I mean, I've always had, my teeth have always been fine. I've always been really good about brushing and right, taking yeah. care of them and everything. But they're like, you are a dentist's dream. Oh. You have no cavities. You- so you can't sit with us. 
<laughs> Listen, us, us can, delinquents over here. We can sit together. <laughs> what, what was your experience? So, like I said, I had to get a new dentist because unfortunately my dentist passed away. God rest his soul. I do miss him. I had a great relationship with him and the whole staff that worked there. I remember you used, to, you used to tell me off the air how much you loved your dentist. Loved him. Isn't it like a family friend? Yeah, yeah. And unfortunately he passed away and it was it's devastating. But I had to get a new dentist. And so I go to the dentist that Ken's whole family goes to. Like, that makes sense. They know us. They're familiar with the family. We'll yeah. just start going there. Plus, Woodson needed his first little checkup. And now that he has all of his teeth, well, not all of them, obviously, but all, all the important ones at this point, I guess. Sure. He's okay to be seen by a dentist now and like get like a little checkup. And so it's like, we'll just make it all at once. Now, mind you, I'd been going to my other dentist. So I haven't had health insurance in like two and a half years until I got married, but I was still going to the dentist because of how bad my teeth always are. And then I was just making Shelly pay out of pocket. No kidding. Yeah. Really? Yeah. Because so wait, when you were like on the air, you were, you didn't have health insurance. No, I haven't had health insurance since I was 25 and I'm 27 and a half now. Okay. Huh? So the whole time we were working together. Never. No, no health insurance. Woo! You had a baby. Yeah. Through with the government's help. Oh, okay. <laughs> Thanks. <laughs> oh, so what did you have? You had something you had. You uh, had yeah, something. I had like a, basically like Medicaid, like it's called pregnancy Medicaid, basically. Hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Interesting. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Well, so I lost insurance halfway through my pregnancy, but I was on my parent, my dad's insurance before then. And he, they didn't cover anything pregnancy related anyway. So I would have had to take it out and get it on my own it, period. Wow. Cause my okay. insurance wouldn't have covered it because I was under someone else's insurance, not my own. Yeah. It's a whole, it's a whole big thing. Okay. Yeah. But anyway, so I go to the dentist, I go to my new dentist, but like I said, I had still routinely every six months went and gotten my checkup. Kent has not been to the dentist in five or six years, (laughs) five or six years. I go to the dentist every six months, like clockwork. I'm very particular about my teeth. I fucking always have a cavity every single time I go, but I'm thinking, Dr. King, he's going to come in here. He's going to give me some good news. He's going to be like, you don't have any cavities, right? Kent's little bitch ass walks out of the room next to me because we all went as a family today. He went for the first time in six years. I will reiterate. I go for the first time since March. (laughs) Fucking March. Had a cavity then too, by the way. (laughs) (laughs) And I go and he walks in there. He's already done. And they're looking at my teeth. I literally hear the hygienist. She's like, "Mm mm-mm. Mm, mm. And I'm like, what? <laughs> and she's like, I just don't like the look of this one. And then she's like, does this hurt? I'm like, yeah, it hurts. If you're poking it, you know it hurts. <laughs> or else why would you be jabbing at it? So anyway, Kent comes in. I'm like, how, how was it? How many cavities do you have? Because you haven't been here in six years. And you eat more Three Musketeers than anyone I know. <laughs> He's like, not a single cavity. I'm like, you motherfucker. <laughs> So then the dentist comes in. He's like, what's taking yours so long? I'm like, I don't know. She keeps poking my teeth and just going, mm, mm. The dentist comes back and he's like, okay, so first of all, and I'm like, just lay it on me, Dr. King. So I do have a cavity. And then actually a cavity that I already have wasn't filled properly. So I have to drill that one out and put a new cavity in it. Or a new cavity in it. Hopefully not a new cavity. A new filling in it. I think I've only had maybe two cavities in my life. I can't relate. Yeah. And you, and do you know when they start? I mean, of course I had cavities like as a kid yeah, and I, stuff, I but I mean, I had braces for three or four I did years, braces. never had a cavity after that. Didn't have a cavity until after I had Woodson. 
Oh, you know, that can change your, it mm-hmm. can change your whole makeup. So for the last two years, I've had nothing but cavities every time I went to the dentist. That could definitely be from the changes mm-hmm. of pregnancy. Well, that's what they say. And that's what I tell everyone. And they're like, mm-hmm. <laughs> Do you know what a bullshit excuse that sounds like? So anyways, but I hate dental work, no, I'm right? Sure they know that. They, they know that. But like when I tell my sister today, cause she always had cavities cause she's disgusting. And I was, <laughs> I was like, let me guess the beer drinker. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. But every time she had a cavity, I'm like, you're disgusting. You're nasty. <laughs> and now I've had all these and I'm like, it's the kid. And she's like, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. That's what you get for yeah. all the hell you've caused me over the few years. But I mean, I hate dental work. It, I know. Like when they, does this hurt? It, it always hurts. And I hate like T sensitivity. I just hate that feeling. So I look at Dr. King today and I had this relationship with my other doctor to where I could be like, his name was Dr. Lingo. And I could be like, Dr. Lingo, look at me. Teleport me to another fucking planet if you're going to be drilling on my teeth. Right. I cannot. My body may physically be here. I need my mind to be on a beach in Hawaii. I need you to put, pump me up with as much laughing gas as legally allowed, maybe even some more. I will say, um, this might sound bad, maybe not. I love when they, whenever I get Same. it. I just love it because it's like you can, because I remember like my wife, she did the whole childbirth thing without any pain medicine. No. And I'm like, you could push a button and make and this will, pain go away. Not only that, they now offer like laughing gas when you're in labor I now, know. which I didn't do, by the way. I just went straight for the spine. Yeah. Straight for the epidural. But no, I mean, I just, I hate being uncomfortable if I don't have to be. Especially now, I'm not pregnant now, so I'm not worried about anybody else but myself. So I'm like, fuck me up. I'm not going to lie. If there was a mask right here with laughing gas in it, I would probably take a buff. Like, I just love the feeling of it. Next time on the Rob's I podcast. I mean, I've only, Maddie, listen, I've, I mean, saying I have never taken illegal substances. Yeah. <laughs> I'll, I'll, I'll speak for myself. But I've I, never taken laughing gas illegally. Look, I mean, like, after my surgery, like, um, I got a lot of pain medicine. Right, right. And... I always took it as prescribed, right? But I was excited to take it because yeah. I loved the way it made me feel. Like, but I, I mean, like, I really liked having that relationship with my other dentist because he was like a family friend, and we were all like real cool about it. I'm like, if you want to crank it up a little higher, that's fine. Because I hate dental work, so I'm trying to explain this to my new doctor today, my new dentist. I'm trying to tell him, like, listen, whatever you have, I'll take. <laughs> right. And she's like, well, we do do this thing in in like because there are people that are like legitimately terrified of going to the dentist, but you have to tough it up. You know what I mean? You have to, she's like there, you know, when people seriously do have like a phobia of this stuff, we give them like basically a super strong Valium and you take one the night before one, the day of, and you have to have a driver drive you there. And I'm like, that's exactly what the fuck I'm talking about. That's the fucking energy I was searching for. <laughs> yes. I remember one time Brittany had to get work done and I had to be her driver. Yeah. And it's like, it's so funny because when you wake up, mm-hmm. like she thought she was like in the car with me. She's like, I could drive. Like, I don't know what they're talking about. Right. Like, and like, <laughs> she's like, drooling. I'm, I'm videoing her. And it's like, but later that night we're laughing our asses off yeah. watching this video. It's so funny. She, yeah, she's like, she exactly. It's like drool. Coming like, out I can fucking the- drive right now. <laughs> <laughs> it's exactly. Like, it's so funny. Yeah. Like, like they just, told me I would need assistance using the restroom afterwards. And I'm like, Perfect. <laughs> That's exactly what the fuck I want to do. But it, you're just getting like a cleaning. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I'm like, anytime I come in here, I'm gonna need you to write that script. 
because I hate going to the dentist because the last two years have been so traumatic every time yeah. I go. Gotcha. Every time I go, they're like, guess what we're going to have to do again? And I'm like, it's so uncomfortable and it's so painful. And even when they put the numbing shots in, just mentally being there and like hearing the drills, you know, I'm just, mm-mm. Yeah, sure. No, so I don't know what it's called. I, I used to like, I had to, uh, I did braces as a kid. Um, and I had another thing called a herpst appliance, Ooh. which corrected like an underbite. So that's not what I had in high school. What did you have? A herpes. Do, what? <laughs> <laughs> I thought we had a common ground here. What? You didn't have the herpst? <laughs> you did not, I did not. No, it was, I believe it was pronounced a herpst appliance. Oh, mine it, was chlamydia. So it was like. Just kidding. <laughs> I, just for the record, I've literally never had an STD. I was going to say, if you had, I, I, I figured I would have known about <laughs> I've it. Never, I've never had one. I had a yeast infection But a it would times. push your bottom jaw forward. Got it. And it was, but getting the stuff installed was painful. Yes. Same with the braces. Like, I hated and it. And when you had to get your braces tightened. Oh, I just yeah. hate dental work. I hate it. I'm with you. I'm but with I you stay on it. I stay every six months. Like, I do my part, and they keep shitting on me. You, po- <laughs> you posted something on Facebook earlier this week, and I, sh- I should have asked you this a little bit earlier. We were okay, talking okay. about how, um, you know, you're just, you're going through your breakdown, and you're, it's a whole new life. You got your new specs yeah, and everything. Just, I'm just going to keep this momentum. I, I saw, think I know where you're going. I saw you were, you were inquiring about tattoo art. Yes, I'm going to get a tattoo. So are you? Yes. Okay, first of all, I have to tell you. Yeah. If you go anywhere besides Tony Tripp, I think you're making you a mistake. You are seriously, so many people has recommended him. Please trust me on this. Okay, okay. You know I don't have any tattoos. Right, I know. But I was searching, like, I made sure I found the best in town for a stunt I did on the radio with Big Boy. Yeah. And um, Is he the one that did the Big Boy tattoo? Mm-hmm. That's hysterical. By the way, and realistic. And think about yeah. that canvas. Right. Okay? Yeah. And you're looking for <laughs> realism. Yes. And yes. I can give you 30, if not more, examples of his realism art. Believe me. Okay. Anybody else is fighting for second best, and I'm just promising you. Okay. I do, believe you. Do what you want. There are several people that have suggested him also. There were several people that commented on my suggestions post saying his name as well. There are a lot of really talented tattoo artists in the city. Yeah. I promise you. Just trust me on this okay, one. Okay. Okay. I'll trust you. Listen, I'm, this is going to be on my body for life. I'm not messing around but, with but it. But I literally have no idea what you're thinking of getting. Okay. So I was debating whether I wanted to say it or not, or whether I wanted it to be a surprise. If, I, if you are uncomfortable saying it, you don't but have to. But it was, it was, um, so it's something that I've wanted forever and just kind of like toyed with the idea of getting. But then when we had a conversation on the podcast, either last week or the week before, whenever we were talking about movies and my favorite movie, I was like, maybe this is a sign that I should go through with it because I want to get uh, the moth from Silence of the Lambs tattooed on me. Really? Yeah. I think it would just be so, I think it's badass. No, I think that's it's so actually, cool. So I, I feel like I kind of helped inspire this you because did. I brought it up on the podcast. Yeah, and it's something that I've always been like, that'd be a cool tattoo, that'd be a cool tattoo, and it's my favorite movie, you Anyways, know what I mean? I have the VHS of that movie, which I know is making me sound really dated, but it's true. Um, <laughs> I, I, however, have the DVD. And it's right on the, the front of the box. <laughs> yeah, and it, yeah, exactly. And so when I told when I was talking about what I wanted, everyone that I've talked to and inquired with has been like, I know exactly what you're talking yeah, about. Yeah, I know exactly what you're talking yeah, about. Yeah, and so um, I think that that's what I want to get. I'm still kind of going back and forth on placement, but it's nothing I would ever regret because it's my favorite movie of all time. Mm-hmm. I also like that it's close to Halloween. That's also kind of inspiring it because it's kind of spooky season. You know what I mean? Uh-huh. And this is like, uh, it's called like the death head moth, you know, cause it's got like the little skull looking thing in it. But, um, I feel like it's just kind of like morbid in a way too, where you, which is just like me. Where are you thinking <laughs> about your placement? Uh, so I was going to do like lower back of the neck. 
Okay, that's not but, bad. Yeah, but I, I have a tattoo on my shoulder already that kind of runs up that direction, so I don't want to be cluttered. You know what's kind of cool is like, because a butterfly is played out, mm-hmm. but this isn't a butterfly, right, but it's, it's similar. Yeah. yeah, like that's awesome. And, and I also will just feel like, I'd feel so cool if someone saw it and knew what it was, and, yeah. and like then I had that connection with that person, because I'm like, you appreciate a good movie. Yeah. And I appreciate a good movie, clearly. Yeah, no, I'm, I'm with you. <laughs> and I love tattoo. I mean, I have three so far. I haven't had a tattoo. I haven't gotten a tattoo in years. Um, but I'm excited. I'm going to do it. Awesome. Do you know who you're going with? Not yet. Well, Tony, I guess. Do I you, have to, right? Do, I mean, you don't have to, yeah. but I was just telling you. I need to inquire with him. I need to talk like. Talk to him. Yeah, I need to like see. I need to see some photos and do some stuff. He'll, I'm Facebook friends with him. Yeah. He's, so I'll just shoot him a message. He's extremely talented. I know. I see his work all the time. He yeah. did all this stuff for us. That's right. He did. Yeah. And, and that's, but like, it's not, I'm not just saying it because he did do stuff for us. Right. I'm telling you, I wouldn't. I, my wife's talking it wasn't about getting, just you. My wife's talking about getting a tattoo. Yeah. And if I did not believe in the artist, right. I would tell her this might not be a good idea. Right. Um, the only one I want to touch Britney's skin is Tony. Is she going to get a tattoo soon, you think? Uh, I'll talk about it when the time is right. Okay. But okay. I would, Does she have any right now? Britney's got five. Oh, wow. Yeah, okay. Four okay, or okay. five. Four, okay. I think it's five, maybe four. Come on, count them in your brain. You're supposed well, to know every only, little inch of I thought body. the answer was five, but I th- can only recall four. Maybe it's only four. Okay. I only have three. She's got more than me. Yeah. So um, this, I'll reveal when the time is okay, right. Okay. Yeah. No, I totally get it. The only person I would, I'm just like, you have to, and I showed her, I showed her work. She was, cause she didn't know. Right. She knew of him. She knew of him, but not Yeah. I've work. never like looked into his work either. I need to do that. Just trust me on this. Okay. One. Okay. So, I'm going to shoot him a message later. Um, something I wanted to bring up for a second. All right. Um, everyone, including yourself, have recommended The Haunting of Hill House to me. Did you watch it? Yeah. I watched the first two episodes. Are you, like, disappointed? I don't get it. I don't like it. No way. It's a miss for me. No way. I watched the first two. I think there's ten episodes in season one. I think that sounds right, yeah. And I'm like, after the first one, I was like, okay, it's all right. Mm -hmm. I don't love it, but I'll give it another shot. Okay. And then I went back, and I'm just like... I don't like it. Really? Help me either help me understand it or. Okay. Okay. Well, I literally just rewatched it because haunting and blind manor came out. And right. And that's not, when they don't have anything to do with each other. I know that, but I still just did it just to kind of like refresh, you know, and Kent hadn't seen Hill house either. He kind of watched it here and there when I would watch it, but not like all the way through. And even second time around, I was like, so good. Loved I it. Just, I'm so, it's just a miss for me, and I wanted to That's see... That's how I'm thinking about Bly Manor so far. I'm only I'm two hearing episodes... Bad, I'm hearing bad things about yeah, Bly Manor. Yeah, major, like, dropped ball, because I, again, I've watched, like, the first two episodes, and I'm like, I don't want more. Yeah, that's where I'm at with, with Hill House, because, like, I want What's wanna, happening right now in Hill House for you? Without giving, like, spoilers for people that maybe haven't seen it. A cat just died. A cat. Okay, Yeah. Okay. Um, a little bitty cat. Yeah. Uh-huh. Yeah. Okay. And like, I don't care. I don't even, I okay. can't even keep the people straight. I know they're time jumping a lot. And what that is one, kind of annoying. Well, here's yeah. the thing that's frustrating about the time jumping is sometimes there'll be like a graphic that says, uh, the past right, or whatever. Right, right, yeah. But sometimes there's not. Right. 
you got to pick. That bothered Kent a lot too. You got to pick because yeah. I'm either, if you tell me it's the past, I'm locked in the past until you tell me it's the present. Right. And then Kent would get annoyed too because he'd be like, okay, now that little girl is playing witch adult. Right. And he would get the characters confused a lot too. It was never hard to get the boys straight. You so know, I, I had to ask myself, like, do I want to finish this because the whole world told me to? Mm-hmm. Or do I want to be my own self and say, it's just a miss for me. I gave it my best shot. Well, do do you. Yeah, that's what like I'm doing. Like with Bly Manor, I'll finish it. But it's just as to win. I don't know. I'm not in any rush. But to, like, to me, it's like it takes, you know, I can't even... On a good week, I can maybe watch three episodes. Yeah. You know, it's like, because we got Will, who's just right. like... no, he, I get it. You know, it's like, mm-hmm. he's just running around. He's the cutest thing ever. But yeah. like, you know, he's he's toddling for sure. Yeah, and then they watch their shows too. And then you're just, your whole... Yep, you're, all your shit's on like... on the background. <laughs> all your shit's just on us. the back burner after that. No, yeah. I totally get it. Like, I've seen every blippy episode six times over. Yeah. And us, I can't even finish one season. Uh, it's Vampirina right now, but Mickey Mouse Clubhouse and Mickey's Roads to Racers. I know you said those are bay uh yeah uh he likes chica bonbon i think i've tried to put that on for woodson that's before. on netflix yeah yeah and he, um, i don't he think like he, i don't think he cared he has See, like his favorites and so he has like madagascar too and he has crudes and uh um, he likes the movies yeah he likes movies we put the shows on for well yeah he's kind of getting into b movie which is a for me like a breath of fresh air because i've seen crude 700 times yeah so it's like but sometimes i'll put him on and like you said he'll know in the first 10 minutes nope <laughs> Don't like this one. Like Woody Woodpecker oh, fucking yeah. hates Woody Woodpecker. Oh yeah. <laughs> they, they let you know. Yeah. They let you know. Definitely. You know, so, um, that's the stuff that's on for what you want to hit the, uh, the yeah. spot there. Real yeah, quick? definitely. So this episode of the Rob's podcast of Maddie West is brought to you by Emporium hair salon now under new ownership. So get this Emporium is a full service hair salon. They offer cuts, colors, extensions, barbering, facial waxing, as well as bridal and special occasion hair. They're also a Redken and Moroccan oil retailer. And of course you should always shop local. Emporium also offers Caratherapy smoothing systems With almost 4,000 square feet Plenty of room for social distancing With at least 6 feet between each station They also have 18 stylists And have booth rental space available That's a lot of people I know. up in there But plenty of room to social distance still so if you're ready to look and feel your best, check out Emporium Hair Salon on Evansville's East Side, 4913 Theater Drive, or you can call them at 812-401-1941. And as a special offer for listeners of the Rob's Podcast with Maddie West, if you mention that you heard it here, they're going to give you 10% off your first Servius. 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 <laughs> like Servius. from like Game of Thrones. or like Servius. You get 10% off your first Servius, madam. <laughs> I will take 10% off the head of Servius. (laughs) (laughs) I listen to the Rob's podcast. If no one goes in there and says, Emporium, show me your leader. Take me to Servius. (laughs) So that's Emporium Hair Salon. Schedule your first appointment. 812-401-1941 and get 10% off your Servius. And if you would like to advertise on the Rob's podcast with Maddie West, email the Rob's podcast at gmail.com. Thank you, Maddie. Yeah. All right. Do so my best, man. <laughs> I, I feel like every week I give you a new update on Cardi B and Offset. Oh, what's it? What is it now? So I've noticed she's been kind of silent on social. She did break her silence to say that she did take Offset back and the divorce is off. Oh, even the divorce off. Okay. The reason, quote... Listen, y'all, I'm just a crazy bitch. Fair. Uh, One day I'm happy. The next day I want to beat an N-word up. It's really hard not to talk to your best friend, and it's really hard to have no dick. I understand every word of that, and I I also... 
I ship that. I say samesies. <laughs> so you, you feel that? <laughs> I feel that on, on a spiritual level. Like, some days I just want to beat Ken's head in. Okay. And some days I'm like, I love the shit out of him. I could never let him go. And then sometimes I'm like, get away from me. But here's the thing. I'm not filing for divorce, though. That's a bit dramatic. <laughs> That's the thing is, remember, like, when we were talking just a week or two ago about the, um, the Facebook people who we love to follow? Right. Because they hang all their dirty laundry out? Yes. Like, keep doing that. You, you <laughs> be, once you become that, like, okay, you never see Brittany and I fight on social media. Right. But, like, if I'm going to social media with a divorce... We're going. Like it's, That's it's, what I'm it's saying. It's going down. That's what I'm saying. Just like you guys, you'll never. You wouldn't know if Kent and I were fighting, but the world would never know if Kent right. and I were fighting because yeah. I don't broadcast it like that. Exactly. Because when my dumbass does take him back after he does something stupid, I don't want to look like an idiot. <laughs> <laughs> exactly. So I just keep it to myself. Well, and then it's like because okay, like Kent's great. By the way, he's fine. Like when, I always feel like I have to clarify that. <laughs> But like, he has always been though. There's always like those people who are like, we've been together for 13 years. And I'm like, I watched you blow a dude at a party one time. That was like six months ago. I've been Facebook friends with you for 11 years. And I know that seven years ago, you guys were broken up and you were dating somebody else. Three of your kids aren't even his. (laughs) Exactly. They're all a lot younger than 13. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> Precisely. So um, that drives me insane. But I'm so glad that you brought this up, though, because I actually have it written in the notes on my phone. When do you start and stop counting? Because I feel like we need to set those standards right here what when you, you are counting? with someone. Like when people break up with people, like what standards do we need to set so that they don't say they've been with someone for thir- 13 years when we know that they haven't? No, 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 no. For me, it's very simple. Um, like what, like what are the standards? Like you, you can't count it if, if you went with a, if you broke up yes, and at least publicly okay. broke up, yeah. um, you can't go ahead and say, you, you know, don't even say we've been together for any length of time okay. because it's a lie. Okay. Um, even, even if it's, even if you go with just the newest number, like mm-hmm. let's say you broke up over the summer. Yeah. Don't say we've been together for two months. Because that's what, then what do we you say? Were, you're together longer than that. Just don't say anything. Okay. You know? Just, okay. We've been See, together I'm, I'm, off and on for 13 years. Okay, that's a better way to say it. You know? You sound super fucking dysfunctional when you say that, too, and I love the, but it. But that's the thing. I love it. So, yeah, because I was kind of wondering that. Because, so, like, I dated Kent in high school, right? Right. We dated. I We broke up. I had a new boyfriend. He had new girlfriends. Mine was not plural, by the way. His was plural. <laughs> and... Kent, respect. <laughs> he went away to college. We'll just say that. I, I stayed here and said, are you all right? <laughs> Sorry about that. I wasn't expecting that to explode. Has that ever happened to you before? <laughs> no. At least not on the show. <laughs> Sorry about so, that. no, it doesn't bother me. If you're watching on Facebook, you saw me just spill Dye Mountain Dew. Dew all over myself. <laughs> and now I'm covered in sticky. I love Wonderful. it. I love it. Do you want to go get something? I'm okay. Let's okay. just, we'll, I'll just wipe it on my pants and call it a day. <laughs> so, but, like, there's people I know that would count Kit and I dating in high school if it were them as, like, all of it now. Right. Okay, so if I you, don't like that. If you want to go ahead and round down, you can, but you can't round up. You can't round I, up. I feel like if you broke up, especially publicly, you changed your relationship status yeah. on Facebook to single, you went... Unless, like, you have a kid or something, like, you went, like, days or a day or however many days without speaking to them or seeing them, that's a breakup. Yeah. 
start over. Yeah. The, the, I don't give a shit if you guys were together 10 years before you know then. How, like, start a, over. You know how like in factories it's like this many days since accident or whatever? Yeah, yeah, like, yeah. But you can't, you can't go back. You, only, right. you can only restart it. That's what I'm saying. And you have to restart. So like you can't say that you've been with somebody for 10 years if you broke up and had a whole nother like baby with somebody else in between yeah, there or something. I'm with you. That's just my opinion. I break up with Kent all the time though. <laughs> so we've been together at least four days. <laughs> <laughs> Four days since our last accident. <laughs> I don't know. I ripped his head off like last Saturday, so we're almost a week strong. Look at us. But you know what? I'm proud of you for keeping yeah. it under Young the, love. Under the heck, close to the back. We've been dating shorter than we've been married. Were you a fan of... <laughs> <laughs> we've been married for, been married two, for months, two months. But we've been together for four weeks. <laughs> exactly. Um, were you a fan of Home Improvement? I, I'm familiar with it. It was a little before my time. I thought though. it might be. Yeah, it was a little before my time. Well, one of the one of the the sons, one of uh, Tim Allen's sons mm-hmm. on the show, uh, got arrested this week. And <gasps> I didn't hear what people he do? talking about it. He beat up his girlfriend. Oh, strangled well, her. fuck him. By the way, strangled her. Is yeah, she okay? She's okay. Yeah. Oh, okay. Uh, he's 39 now. He hasn't acted in about 10 years. He's actually married to somebody else, but they're going through a divorce. If I'm not mistaken. I wonder how long they've been together. Yes, I might even know here, but uh, yeah, he uh, he apparently he so it do, uh, it doesn't count just for the record. Yeah. If you're off strangling other people, it doesn't count. I feel like towards that, your yeah. other relationship. But you know what? A lot of people that doesn't even stop them. No, like, a lot of people was up. I got strangled yesterday, and then tomorrow's a new day. <laughs> you know what I mean? Yeah, I feel bad for those people. Um, oh, I saw this, and okay. I wanted to give you. I wanted to get your thoughts as a female. Oh, yay! I've heard rumors about this before. But seeing it here in black and white as like someone, someone who's kind of spilled the beans on this. So the producers on The Bachelor and The Bachelorette, right? they use women's periods against them. And I'll give you a rundown here. So and what? you pick what you want to react to. I just imagine like a, like a legit like bloody warfare happening. <laughs> so, like how are, we, you, how are we weaponizing periods? Okay, let's find out. Okay. So a former producer says that they like to interview women while they're at their on their worst at the worst time of the month to create drama because it helps increase drama if you're doing your confessionals when women are is it menstruating? Yeah. Is that when you're on your period? Yeah, when you're bleeding. Right, yeah. when they're when they're bleeding, exactly. Uh, How would they know? A quote that says, so a girl's now crying in an interview about nothing or being reactionary to things that are super small. So they think that it helps increase the drama, which is a logical thought to me. I don't yeah, wanna... yeah, I mean, it's a logical thought. I don't know how much, like, truth there is to that, but I don't know. It says you got people who are now extra emotional, and that's what they're looking to capture is emotion. No, I totally get the logic behind it. It says that menstruation can also make a woman more open to suggestion. This is a quote. If a girl's feeling the butterflies for a guy already, when she gets into that state, her feelings just become more powerful, so she's probably more willing to tell that guy she loves him. I want to fucking rip Kent's head off when I'm on my period. (laughs) (laughs) What do you mean? No, I guess everybody's different. Okay, first of all, I get the logic behind it. I am one of those females where being on my period has little to no effect on anything, at least in my opinion. I'm sure if Kent was here, he would like viciously disagree mm-hmm. and be like, I can always tell when Maddie's ragging. You know, <laughs> I'm sure he would have something smart I like to say like that. But uh, 
I don't know, just like everybody said, you're crazy when you're pregnant and you're super hormonal when you're pregnant. I never had that either. Maybe I just don't have that like in my hormones. You were surprisingly even tempered while you were pregnant. I think I was pretty chill. But I'm also, I was never in like a relationship with right, you outside right. of host and co-host. I mean, I that literally always- like slept so much during my pregnancy. I don't think I argued with anybody because I was just like asleep for like six months. But that's fucked up. If that's really what they're doing and it's working and they have like like evidence to show that this is working just because I can't relate. A former, a former producer said this. Yeah, just because I can't relate and it doesn't happen to me necessarily doesn't mean it's not true. I mean, I do know women are more emotional during that time of the month. I don't notice it for myself. But, sure, I understand. But I'm sure other people do. I don't think that's right. <laughs> I just want to get your thoughts. I just don't like it. Okay. I think it's kind of sexist in a way. I mean, and, but first of all, how do we know that they're on their period? If that's vo- if that's information that they are voluntarily giving up, if the producer's like, are you on your period right now? And you say yes, then I feel like obviously you don't care. I don't know the answer. I don't to, know the answer know. how they, I don't know how. But if, if we're they digging might, through trash cans, like, they might have like a bloodhound. Yeah. So I'm saying if we're digging through trash cans and we're like, this is Carmen's tampon. I know she uses this brand interview her tomorrow. <laughs> then that's fucked up. <laughs> <laughs> but also isn't like a lot of times it's like the I associate the meantime as like right before the period I would say probably most likely because like you're crampy and you're not feeling well and you're bloated okay whatever the reason is right yeah because you're about to start your period and so I feel like that you're right that would be more than when you actually bleed besides like maybe the first day is, first day or two is pretty uncomfortable I'm just the wrong person to ask because my periods are pretty mild Gotcha. Just for the record, everyone. All I right. have very mild periods. So you think this is dirty and underhanded? Yes. Okay. Unless the women know that this is happening and they're cool with it. I mean, would you really care? You're having your period either way. Right. Yeah, I guess that's true. So, but if I knew that they were like trying to make me beat a bitch's ass because I was on my period. <laughs> yeah, you're right. I'd still. I'd still <laughs> <do it. laughs> What, I'd I still do it. Just want, want to get your thoughts. And of course, uh, yeah, as always, you articulated with great eloquence. If you're watching online right now, look how I look like a floating head. <laughs> Let's talk about uh, there was something that popped off on Twitter. Oh, I deleted my Twitter, remember? I know. So you might not have seen it. Yeah, I definitely There was didn't. a big debate as to who is the worst Hollywood Chris. And your, okay. your choices are Chris Hemsworth, Chris Evans, Chris Pratt, and Chris Prine. Well, I don't know who Chris Prine is. I That's don't my think. thing. I've heard his name before, but I can't even see. Him okay, in my I'm going to look him up. And this is the worst, as in like correct who we think is like the least attractive, or who we think. Okay, Chris. the tweet said one of these has to go. It racked up more than That's seven. That's not porn, by the way. That was a TikTok video. <laughs> <laughs> Whatever it is, it's <laughs> it's okay. Oh, I know this Chris. I know this Chris. Okay, Let me see him. You know that guy. Do I? What, maybe, what do I know maybe. him from? I feel like he played in um, I was like a not a sitcom, but it was like a show. Whatever. Uh, it, whatever. Worst. Whatever. He's the worst, definitely. Um, in fact, I would even say Chris Pratt is my favorite. Okay. Potentially, Chris Hemsworth is the number two. Uh, then I Chris think Evans. that Chris Hemsworth is my favorite. That's fine. I think that's a yeah. logical. I, I think most people would probably say that. Okay. Yeah. Um, but basically, everyone said that Chris Pratt was the worst, which I disagree with. Really? And yeah. That does surprise me. That people would say he was the worst. That's what I said. Um, but You're going to say Chris Prine, who I had to literally look up? Yeah. But and I know attractive men. Just Fuck those people. And I know that, uh, oh, I forget her name, but Chris, Chris Pratt's wife came to his defense. and Oh, Catherine the- Schwarzenegger. 
Is that who it is? Mm-hmm. That's Chris Pratt's wife. Um, right? Am I the one that used to be married to Anna Ferris? That's Chris Pratt, right? Am I thinking of the wrong Chris? No, I think you're right. Basically, all the Chris's suck. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> I'm sorry. I should have been more informed for this particular segment. All the Chris's suck. What is her name? Schwarzenegger? Schwarzenegger. She's like Arnold's niece or something. What? Okay. Okay. She sucks too. Moving on. <laughs> uh, now people are also going for a Tom off. There's Tom Holland, Tom Hiddleston, Tom Hardy, and Tom Hanks. Isn't Tom Hiddleston the one that dated Taylor and Swift? The only one I can immediately see is Tom Hanks. Same. But what was the first one? Tom Holland. I got to look him up because I don't know who he is. Don't even worry about it. Don't worry. Who cares? F- fuck them all. <laughs> um, and also, if uh, there, there's a list, you know that company McAfee, or mm-hmm. McAfee, the yeah. one that does the antivirus? Yes, yes, yes. Um, they said... They, How is it pronounced? I think it's... McAfee? McAfee. Mm-hmm. I don't know. I don't like it. This could be the next Twitter poll. How is <laughs> <was> it pronounced? <laughs> anyway, they said uh, they released their annual list of the dangerous celebrities to look up, as <gasps> in the ones who might give you a virus if you like your, to your computer. Really? Yeah. Who? So the most dangerous person to look up this year is Anna Kendrick. Really? The links to her are the ones that are more likely to give you a virus. Why? It's just who the hackers are choosing. Well... Teach their own. Diddy uh, Combs is number two for whatever reason. Uh, Blake Lively, number three. I like number four for some reason. Makes me laugh. Mariah Carey. <laughs> Justin Timberlake. Taylor Swift. Jimmy Kimmel. Julia Roberts. Like me looking up Mariah Carey and then getting a computer virus just makes fucking sense. I know. Right? I don't know how it does. It just makes sense. Um, previous winners of this, like last year, number one was Alexis Bledel. I don't know who that is. Gilmore Girls. Don't know. Oh, and yeah. Handmaid's Tale. Yep, uh, I know who that is. 2018 was Ruby Rose. I remember that one. Ooh, I liked looking her up. Yeah, you probably got a virus <laughs> from that one. And then in 20- I would gladly get a virus from Ruby Rose. I like this. 2017 was Avril Lavigne, and 2016 was Amy <laughs> Schumer. <laughs> All very likely people to give you viruses. <laughs> oh, okay. I want to talk to you about this too. Okay. All right. So Disney Plus decided to put the their. They're putting racism warnings in front of some of their older material. Okay. So we've talked about this before, and I wanted to say that I felt like this is the right. And I, we talked about this when HBO did it. Mm-hmm. And some there's two different schools of thought here. One is just take down the racist content. Okay. And then the second one is leave it alone, and run a warning. Okay. And, and I, you said Disney Plus is doing the warning. They're doing the warning, correct. Okay. Okay. And uh, I'll tell you some of the content that's getting that warning in a second, because that's also interesting. Yeah, yeah, I'm, I'm curious to know. But I feel like if you take down Gone with the Wind or whatever, HBO, I think that was the one that they, were, they had the big issue with, because, mm-hmm. look, you're not going to learn from it right. if you just hide from it. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Yeah, pretending it I didn't, can see that. I don't think pretending it didn't exist is the right way to handle a sensitive situation like this. Okay. Yeah. I didn't know if that was your thought or if you're. Yeah. I mean, I, I think that I should not be the one even making the decision either. I feel like it should just be like a general consensus between the people that it might offend. You know what I mean? Okay. So let's say a movie has depictions of slavery. Mm hmm. Who do we go to? Like, what do we, how do we determine? Gosh, I don't know. It's such a, or should you just say this, movie was made in a time in a different time more eloquently than i'm putting it right um that may be offensive that has views we don't 
agree with. Yeah. I feel like that's the better way to do it personally. Okay. Than to just pretend it didn't happen. Yeah. But like I said, that's just me, and, and yeah, I could be I wrong, and I'm a I white guy. I don't know. Again, again, it's just like weird for me to answer because it's just like you said, you're just a white guy. I'm just a white girl. I don't understand. It's not offensive to me. Okay. Period. You know what I mean? It's not offensive to me, so it's hard for me to even comment on it and say, like, they should do this or they should do that because I'm not the one being offended. Uh, content will say, quote, this program includes negative depictions and or mistreatment of people or cultures. These stereotypes were wrong then and are wrong now. Rather than remove this content, we want to acknowledge its harmful impact, learn from it, and spark conversation to create a more inclusive future together. Disney is committed to creating stories with inspirational and aspirational themes that reflect the rich diversity of the human experience around the globe. Now, movies that will carry this warning. The Aristocrats. The Aristocats. Okay. Have you seen that movie? Yeah, but it's been a really long time. And that's, that was my thought, too. I'm like, I don't remember anything about it. I don't remember that. anything racist about it, though. There was a very offensive Asian cat playing the drums during the musical number, Everybody Wants to Be a Cat. There was a what? An Asian cat playing the drums? Uh, it, it says a very offensive Asian cat okay. playing the drums. I don't remember that. But again, like I said, I, I'm not the one being offended, so I don't notice stuff like that. It's, I know it's horrible to say, but whenever I was watching that movie, I probably never thought twice about it. Peter Pan has one of these. Okay. Do you remember that one? No. I will say this. So I didn't remember from, as, from being a kid. Right. But I watched this as a grown-up in, let's see, I, Brittany and I watched it in 2013 or 14. Okay. And I was like, whoa. Okay, what is it? What is it? Their depictions of Native Americans. Ah, uh, got it. Yeah. Are really, really yeah. offensive. Okay, got it. Yeah. Like, I mean, Aristocats is something I haven't seen in 10, 20 years even. I don't think that one is as, I think that's more like a, the Indians part, you like the Native Americans thing, you, you, it's in your face. Yeah. Like the, the Asian cat, I don't remember either, to be honest with Right. You. Uh, Dumbo is getting one of these. Okay. Uh, do you know why? Mm-mm. This one's pretty. Again, popular. I haven't seen these, any of these movies in so long. It's so, hard for me to remember anything about them. Dumbo has kind of like jive talking black crows that are kind okay. of um, stereotypes of the way blacks are portrayed in like minstrel shows and Got very, it. very offensive kind of uh, lingo. Okay. That they use. Okay. Got it. I, I know what you're talking about now. And then Swiss Family Robinson, I've never seen. Never seen it either. It says pirates in yellow face and brown face. So I guess that makes sense. Yeah, that makes perfect sense. I don't think Swiss Family Robinson is, uh, I don't think it's animated. I think it's live action. Oh, okay. Well, I'm Um, glad that they're doing this. I'm glad that they're doing something. Better than doing nothing. The warning also suggests that viewers visit a section of the Disney website called Stories Matter, which is dedicated to diversity and inclusion. I really like that. Okay. I like I, it. Again, I, like, I, I like that they're doing something. Like I said, I think it's better than nothing. And I also think it's better than pulling it down. Okay. Personally. Yeah. Like I, I, I can't make a decision. I have to think about it. So, yeah. And if, and if I'm off base, please feel free to, to let me know. To educate, yeah. I saw this. Now, I know you are a fan mm-hmm. of the Fast and Furious franchise, aren't you? I literally own all of them. Yeah, right? Yeah. So do you, can you still say that? Yeah. Because aren't there... Well, like, oh, no, no, no. I don't own the, I don't own, um, the seventh one. Okay. I don't own the seventh what one. What about eight? No. So I didn't even eight. know there was an eight. Yeah, there was, there was an eight. Gosh, I'm really off base. I believe it was the fate of the Furious. Ah, uh, got it. it. Fate. fate. No, yeah. Talking to someone, I've only seen the first one, and holy cow, if you want to talk about a movie franchise that is not at all what I'm interested in, 
It is the Fast and the Furious. I mean, honest to God, I love Fast and the Furious, but you lost me after the first three. I mean, they're all the same at that um, point. I remember I saw the first one in the theaters when I was a kid. I was like 16. Mm-hmm. Uh, only because my friends wanted to see it. Right. I was just like, and I didn't want to be alone that night, so I was just like, sure, let's go see it. But man, uh, I don't care about loud cars. <laughs> I don't care about NOS. I don't care. Like I don't care about Vin Diesel as bald head. <laughs> like I just, I'm sorry. It's like everything is like I'm the kind of guy where it's it. like I can't. If you name a car, like I don't know what what that is. Okay. If I'm yeah. if I'm following a car and it's got the name on the back, right? I know. Hey, that is a Corolla. Yeah. Or that I is, have like a hidden talent where I can see headlights and tell you what kind of car it is. A lot of people are like that. And, and, I, and I don't even like, I'm not even into cars necessarily. It's just like something in my brain, just like how I can look at baby pictures of people and I can tell you who they are as adults. <laughs> it's just like a little gift. I, I can, I can only tell you if I got hit by a car and I'd also need to like a description of the car, <laughs> I can tell you it was, I know the difference between a car, a truck and an SUV. What about a crossover? Maybe <laughs> uh, I can, I can know a van, you know, or okay. a semi, I can tell you, but after that, um, you know, it That's was not blue. your fault. I don't think anybody holds that against you. Yeah. So teach their own. Uh, but anyway, so Fast Nine, uh, which is just called F Nine, got delayed because of the COVID. Right. Pandemic. That makes sense. We should just keep delaying. They've announced like ten and eleven, and then the word is ten and eleven will be it. No more. We should have stopped at six. <laughs> okay. We honestly probably should have stopped at four. I didn't think we needed a second one. Personally. I feel like maybe Tokyo Drift. We should have. See, I don't even know what number that is or whatever. I know I've heard of it. <laughs> yeah, there, there's too many. 11 is too many. This is not Nightmare on Elm Street next. Remember when I told <laughs> you we'd come back to my balls? Mm-hmm. Um, I'm s- so glad we're back. <laughs> I'm sure everyone's glad. Uh, if you missed it last week, I gave a very descriptive. Did I not tell you I could put the smell right in your nostril? You did. You did. You definitely delivered. By the way, I just want to remind everyone, that's when it's at their all-time worst. Like, that's <laughs> that, not like Just for the record. They don't smell like that right now. That we know of. Uh, I'm not catching a draft. (laughs) (laughs) Waft and take notes. My whole vagina's out today, by the way, everyone. (laughs) These leggings that I wore, quite sheer. (laughs) (laughs) I didn't notice. (laughs) I didn't notice either until I got in these damn fluorescent lights, and I was like, that's my vagina crack. (laughs) I can see it. I can see the crack to my vagina. I can only imagine what my ass crack looks like. <laughs> I, haven't, I have not been looking. I've been strictly professional over here. Uh, Florence Welch. Someone asked her uh, what she thinks she smells like. Mm-hmm. Uh, she's from Florence and the Machine, by the way. Yeah, got it, is. got it. Um, I bet she smells lovely. That's what I'm saying. So I, I think it's neat having people describe their odor. Yeah. Her, her odor is, she says, dusty vintage clothes and incense. Oh, I don't like it. Yeah, I don't like it either. It smells like Goodwill. But it's she yeah, smells it, like Goodwill. It's that's the thing. It's like and the incense too. It's like I associate that with like potheads and just yeah. a group like a, a college. Yeah, and I mean I listen. I love the Goodwill. I just don't like how it smells. <laughs> with you, so <laughs> like I have no shame in going to the Goodwill, but I don't like the smell of it. I pictured her more floral. I guess the Florence? red. Well, maybe in her the red hair. No, I believe she's. I bet you it's an accurate description of what she smells like. Yeah, but I do think it's kind of funny for people to describe their own scent. Okay. So if anyone listening wants to leave a comment, what you do know, you think you smell like other I, than your I, balls? I, <laughs> we know what your balls smell like, but what about the rest of you? I I feel like I covered this base last week. Like that. What do you think I smell like? I don't. I couldn't even begin. You're the one who sniffs your pits. They're not smelling great right now because I did lift earlier today. All right. Well, what do you got? <laughs> uh, it's a bit of, I've definitely worn this sweatshirt before. <laughs> okay. And I definitely sweat today. 
and then I'm wearing sheer pants. <laughs> so if there's you a had- lot of seepage. <laughs> a lot I, of seepage. I, I think like on a daily basis, I probably smell kind of like a baby because I always have Woodson with me. Okay. So I feel like there's, I probably carry like a, just a tinge of lavender around with me because of like his bath soap and his hair soap and okay. stuff. And then lived in, does that make sense? Like when I walk into my house, I don't like the, the smell of it. Okay. It smells lived in. Okay. So I naturally have to smell like that. That's where my clothes are. That's where I, that's where I am all the time. All right. It smells kind of like when you just wake up. That I can't smell. You can't smell it? Lived in a little bit? Like you're like a little sweaty. This is my house that I'm describing, how my house smells. Like a, like a little bit sweaty with a little bit of dog. <laughs> okay. I See, that's the thing is like. Throw a litter box in there. <laughs> I, I always get worried because we have three dogs. Mm-hmm. Uh, one small, one medium, one large. And we, you're petrified your house smells like dog. Yeah. I, I mean, it, it keeps me and up if it at does, night. It does. Yeah. It keeps me up at night, especially if we have carpet too. I think so. The carpet's only in the bedrooms. Yeah. Like most nice. Of our, most of our houses. I can't wait for that day. Yeah. I can't wait for that day to have hardwood floors. I can't wait. That's the thing though, is like Brittany, she hates the hairballs. Mm-hmm. So like, but we can, we can just dust bust them, which is right. nice now. So, yeah. All right. So, so I smell a little bit like a dog mixed with a cat box mixed with a baby. It's okay. A little, I, that all just woke up from a nap. <laughs> in a lived-in house. In a lived-in house, yeah. Um, I saw this on Spotify. Okay. The very first song from the 90s hit 1 billion streams. Number one of the whole 90s? So one song from the 90s has been streamed over a billion times on Spotify. It makes sense. It wouldn't be my first guess. If you want to guess, I would ahead. maybe say a Britney song or a Christina See, that, song. Those would be what I would guess. Okay, but it's not. But yeah, they're not. It's not okay. The All right. It's more of a rock song. Okay. Um, you definitely know this song. You have to. I would hope you know this song. Although you've surprised me. I, when I met Maddie, Maddie had no idea who Alanis Morissette was. I had no clue. Could not believe that. No. But she's also ten years younger. Yeah. I had no idea. I still, to this day, like, she could probably pass me in the supermarket and I wouldn't know who she was. The first song from the 90s to have passed 1 billion streams on Spotify is... A rock song. Kinda. Wonderwall from Oasis. Oh my gosh, what a letdown. Really? Yeah. I love that song. I, I feel like I've been to so many bars that have done shitty covers of Wonderwall or had somebody shitty singing karaoke to Wonderwall. If I had to that do it. That is so burnt in my memory. I don't like to do karaoke, but if you forced me right now to do a karaoke song, you would do would, Wonderwall. That's the one I would do. Yes. Because along with everyone else. Um, I had that on Rock Band mm-hmm. and I love playing that song on Rock yeah. Band. I would just, it's a great song. Yeah, I love the song. But just being in the bar scene, well, obviously up until I had kids, I heard that song from every karaoke person ever. So not from the 90s, but there's only one more song from the f- before the year 2000 to surpass a billion streams. Okay, now are we talking about X-Tina? No. Or Britney? That, I said it's older than the 90s. Oh, older than the 90s. So, okay, okay. So, so it's got to be like a real rock song. Mm-hmm. Like an Le- ACDC. Legendary. Okay, you're on the right track. Not okay. ACDC, but you're, in, you're definitely thinking. Okay. You're, I did an ACDC ride at Cycle Bar this morning. 
I love it. That was my first concert ever. It was ACDC AC- and Michael Jackson mashup. Oh my God. Yeah, it was a killer ride. I had so much fun. Yeah, no, ACDC, they've got a great energy. The very first concert I ever went to was ACDC. The Philadelphia Spectrum, ACDC. Yeah, you would have loved this ride. It was ACDC and Michael Jackson. The first time Every I saw single song was one of the other. Naked Breasts was at the ACDC concert. <laughs> I saw them uh, everywhere I looked. It was awesome. <laughs> um, the, okay. My ears were, because I was only like 16 or 17 at the time, and mm-hmm. my ears were ringing for like literal days. Really? Yeah. It was so loud. I remember it was like the at tail end of summer. It was, in fact, it was, I remember it was the day before I got my school pictures taken. Yeah. Um, for my, my senior pictures, and I remember my ears, I couldn't hear the, like, my ears were <laughs> ringing. It was crazy. But they're, they, they're great to work out to or run oh, to or definitely. whatever. Yeah. Uh, but not ACDC. Okay. You want to take another guess, Lisa, the artist? Hmm. I don't know. Kiss, maybe? No. Uh, I, I get all of my rock bands confused on who was popular first and who was popular okay, no next. Yeah. The song is... How about I tell you the artist? You tell me the song. Okay. The artist is Queen. Bohemian Rhapsody? Absolutely. <laughs> liter- I would have t- fucked up if I didn't know that song. I was like, fuck, I hope that's Queen. <laughs> <laughs> yes, it's, it's a legendary song. So, um, And then I saw this. How does that one go again? Well, it's, it, I mean, it sounds like the beginning is, is this the real life? Oh. Is this just been, but then yeah, okay. mama, <laughs> way the wind. Moves. I know it now. Yeah. And it's like, uh, uh, it says mama, mama mia, mama wow, mia. Wow. That's all the go. same song. Yeah. It's like I feel six like minutes. That's four different it songs. It is. It's like four different songs. <laughs> I love it. I love it. Um, I'm like 30 years too late, but I like it. Yeah, it's a great song. <laughs> I think I like it. <laughs> you, can, you can stream it on Spotify. Yeah, it's along with a billion, billion other times. All right, now okay. this one I want you think you can do this. One. I can do this. A video on YouTube is the first one to pass 7 billion views. Okay, it is a modern era song. Oh, okay, okay. And it's been like, I associate 7 this, billion? I associate this song... It was, it definitely came out while we were on the radio. Okay. Took over the radio. Okay. Um, you probably weren't a big fan. I don't remember either one of us being a big fan. Okay. Of the song, but I associate this with being crazy viewed on YouTube. Is it the Logic song? No. Okay. Is it Liam Payne? No. Okay. You're going to kick yourself when I tell you. Probably. Is it Justin Bieber? No, it's Taylor Swift. It's Justin Bieber. It's Justin Bieber? Yeah. Okay, a song. Now I'm going to be really disappointed. You should, it, this should jump out of you at this point now that you know the artist. Hold on. Don't give me any more hints. <laughs> I gave you the artist. <laughs> How I, many don't Justin know, Bieber? I don't know. I don't know. You know, I've been having a tough time because when okay. I went to the dentist... <laughs> If I'm bullying you, I'm sorry. I went to the dentist and she was like, who was your previous dentist? And I was like, what the fuck was his name? I couldn't remember it. And then I was filling out my paperwork and it was like, what's your social security number? And I was like, I don't fucking know. <laughs> All right. I'm not, I, I'm and you sorry. know what? They're calling it the COVID haze. And it's like a real thing where you can be like a bit delirious for okay. like several weeks. So, Oh no. Okay. Yes. I've it's heard, a thing. Yeah. You I thought can you were just be like, like a quarantine haze, but no, you actually, it, I forgot you're recovering from COVID. Yeah. Let me just, I don't even Justin want to Bieber, Give me like a, like no, the first letter. 
I want to do it on my own. All right. I don't know what the right thing to do is here. Should I just tell her? It's not baby, baby, baby. That was way longer. That was way before our time. Okay, Justin Bieber, Justin Bieber, Justin Bieber. D. I don't fucking know. <laughs> I don't. People are screaming it to their computer right now or their phone or whatever they're listening on. Justin Bieber. Duh. I don't know. Am I going to like literally scream at the top of my lungs when you talk? I'll me tell you this song and you react. How For you the want record, to. I still don't know my social security number. And I've had this shit memorized since I was like 12. <laughs> I'm like, is it 312? <laughs> or 302? Or fucking three. I don't know. The first song to surpass seven da, 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 da. billion views on is YouTube. Justin Bieber. Despacito. Oh my God. <laughs> it's a fucking horrible song. You're right. That's not even fair. You know, it surprises me because <laughs> I remember we would never get requests for that song. Never. And I, was, I was like, people don't want to hear this song. No. But every... I still don't want to hear about every it. Every once in a while, if I play a song that has any sort of Spanish slant to it, uh-huh. like if I play at a wedding, like Hips Don't Lie, yeah. or Havana from Camila Cabello, I'll sometimes, I would say three times in history, which is more than I would have thought, I've gotten a request for Despacito. Really? Yeah. I don't always play it. I'm surprised. I can get it maybe being a vibe when you're about six beers in. I get it. Maybe. All right, so there's not much that isn't a vibe when you're six beers in. Everyone was kind of wondering how Black Friday was going to be handled this year because of COVID. Mm-hmm. And Walmart has said that they're going to handle this by doing three different Black Fridays. Oh my gosh, as if we already didn't like bump it up enough like into Thanksgiving. I'm right. curious to see what this is going to look like. They're holding three different Black Fridays <clears throat> in their stores, so they're hoping for smaller, more socially distanced. Black Fridays. Okay. Um, if you want toys, electronics, and home products, which is more what I'd be in for. November Why else are we going? November 7th <laughs> is your day. Okay. Uh, if you want computers, movies, and music, actually, I like those things too. November 14th is, I'm, they're going to get me to all three of these. <laughs> well, by golly, I guess I'll go. <laughs> and then for everything else, November 27th. When is Thanksgiving this year? I assume the 26th. Okay. 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 So yeah, because it's always like the last Thursday or whatever. All right, what are your traditional? Let's say there was no COVID. Mm-hmm. What would you think you'd be doing on Halloween this year? I'm curious as to how much things will change. So this year, I was really excited because I think it's the first year Woodson would have really grasped the concept of Halloween, okay. and I think he would have had a freaking ball, like going up to people's houses. So trick or treating, trick or treating, yeah. yeah, doing that. We probably would have taken him to like my grandparents' subdivision, somewhere a little bit like less traveled than the street we live on. And I was really excited for that. I also really love to give out Halloween candy. So please come trick or treating at my house. <laughs> I'm so fucking sick of never getting a trick or treater. It makes so me wait so a sad. You want trick or treaters? Yes. This year I would. I don't. I like them normally. Yeah. This year with the COVID, right? Like, yeah. Stay home. So yeah, we're not going to go trick or treating. I have a wedding that day. Oh really? So oh be, how fun! Yeah. Be, I'm hope. I'm. I haven't met with my bride yet, like face to face. Yeah. But I'm hoping it's like a costume one. We'll see. Oh, that'd be so. Yeah. You. You literally cannot get married on Halloween and not have a costume. Wedding. It's not my decision. It's they, fucking mine at this point. If they want me to dress professionally, I'll dress professionally. If they want me to dress like a Ghostbuster, I'll dress like a Ghostbuster. <laughs> I you. say you show up in a Ghostbuster costume regardless. So for me, a usual... Ho- well, here, before 
I was going to say before Brittany, but yeah. really before Will, because Brittany just kind of joined me in this. But my favorite thing to do on Halloween, because in my first apartment here, there weren't trick-or-treaters. Right. Um, I lived in like a busy apartment complex, and I'd say in the history, oh, well, oftentimes I was working nights that time anyways, but yeah, I love just watching scary movies mm-hmm. at right after I got home from work, scary movie marathon. Yeah. Uh, usually something old and something new. Okay. Um, which we can still do. Right. It doesn't affect by the quarantine or whatever. Yeah. Um, I just wanted to know. So, so your plans, you're not going trick or treating. I'm assuming. No, like what we're going to do is we're just going to take Woodson to family's house, which is what we've done the last few years anyways. Cause he was too small to trick or treat. We'll just take him to like my dad's house, my grandparents house. So everybody gets to see him in his cute little costume, sure. which by the way, he's going to be machine gun Kelly for Halloween this year. Shut up. <laughs> How cute. I've got him a little shirt How? that has like little fake tattoos. Are sleeves you doing the on pink it? one from the VAs? Yeah. Yeah. That's the way it's going to be so cute. It's going to be so cute. You know, he's got a little pink guitar. It's, I, um, it's adorable. <laughs> I'm torn about him right now because my knee jerk reaction is to say, I don't care for him. Then yeah. I heard him interviewed for like two hours on the Howard Stern show. Right. And I kind of started to warm up to him a little bit. He okay. was less annoying than I expected him to be. Yeah. And my friends are saying his new album is really good. Mm-hmm. It's excellent. Especially if you like rock music, but it's definitely like that grungy nineties. People, rock. I've heard several people compare it to Blink One Eighty Two, which is like one of my five favorite bands of all time. Definitely, I love, love Blink One Eighty Two. Definitely, so Blink One Eighty Two. But I just find him. There's something un. There's a hurdle I can't get over with him. It's a bit of immaturity, probably. He just is like a bit immature, I think. Here, like, okay, when which I is s- perfect for my two year olds dressed like him, probably. Here's the thing: I, when I see him. I just see like douche. Okay. And I have a hard time getting into that, I guess. Yes. Yeah. Okay. So, Teach their own. But I keep hearing it's really good. It's and an I excellent heard it, album. So. It's right. an excellent album. And, but I, I love all of his albums. There hasn't been one that he's released that I haven't liked. So. By, by the way, uh, oh, Haunted Houses. Yeah, I couldn't, I, I, I would usually do Haunted, I love Haunted Houses. Yeah, we did go to uh, Entwined, which is a new restaurant here in town. Kent and I went on a date night and we went to Entwined, which I had never heard of before, but it's, uh, it's downtown. It's like a wine place, but they serve, they serve like small little meals and stuff. So we went there for date night and it's downtown. So when we were walking around, we were seeing people going to the catacombs and stuff. And I mean, they all had masks on, but I was surprised they were even open. Yeah, I would. Think I did that not think that they would be industry that would be really affected by. Yeah, this, but uh, no, there was plenty of foot traffic. Everyone going to and from the houses. Do you decorate your house for Halloween? No, I can't afford it. Oh, we Brittany's got us decked out. Uh, good. I would love to. It's just I just haven't afford it. Yeah, well, like in you know in your adult life, like when you like accumulate things over the year, and then each yeah. year your decorations get bigger and bigger and bigger. Well, I just haven't gotten to like that elite level yet. So I got like some pumpkins here. I mean, and we, there. we did not break the bank on our Halloween decor. I know Kent always tells me like just spend the money. I'm just too cheap. Um, so you will hand out candy. Yes. Have you carved a pumpkin? No, but I will tomorrow. Oh, you are going to be coming. Yeah, okay. I will tomorrow. Brittany and Will painted pumpkins. Yeah, because I'm having like a girls' night because Kent's out of town for a wedding, and so I'm doing like some really cute, like fun appetizers and stuff. And one of them involves a carved pumpkin. Will you wear a costume on Halloween? Yeah, yeah. yeah. I, I don't know what I'm going to be yet. I think Kent and I, they, we want to be Doc and McFly from Back to the Future. That's nice. kind of like what we're leaning towards this year. I love those year. movies. Those and are actually, movies. Yeah, and I'm like, I feel fake because I haven't seen them in so long. I've got to watch them again to really get the gist, and they're on Netflix. Or yeah, at least, just, at least the to, second they're one. They're about to come, I think. The second one was on there last night. We I, got the, it up. I got the box set if you need to borrow them. Are they VHS? <laughs> no, they're DVD. <laughs> okay, well then, yeah. 
Um, but I feel like I need to watch him again. But Kent would love to do that. He's like, we have to do that. And it's a super easy costume to make. So it sounds like you will go to a party. Yeah. At least at your grandparents or whatever. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Or uh, Kent's parents or whatever. Yeah. And we'll, yeah, we'll visit family. In-laws. Yeah. <laughs> uh, you won't go trick-or-treating, not going to a haunted house, not no. hosting a party. Okay, I'm just curious. No, I'm ho- I guess if you want to consider my girls' night a Halloween party, but it's like, it's not even like the kind of party that I would normally go to because after I invited all of my closest friends, literally every single one of them is pregnant. <laughs> oh, really? And I was like, what the fuck am I going to do? <laughs> Drink this whole bottle of wine by myself. It wouldn't be the first time. So I asked my sister, I'm like, you want to come over? (laughs) I have like the, the most common ways people are changing their Thanksgiving plans. Curious if you are, uh, I know Brittany and I, we, we have Thanksgiving tradition. We Mm -hmm. visit Brittany's dad's. We go to Brittany's dad's house. Um, are you guys still going to do that? Nope. No, nope. Not even the dad's house. My understanding is Thanksgiving is just going to be Rob, Brittany and Will. Listen, that's fine too. That's what I said. I, we went back and forth about this last year, even before the pandemic, because especially when you have kids, there's a lot of pressure there to visit everyone, especially when you have kids. And then like, well, well for us, if there were no pandemic, we would be right. with Brittany's dad. But sometimes I'm like, sometimes it is nice just to do your own thing with your own little family. I'm kind of hoping we get a pizza. Yeah. You know, sometimes it's just like, let's just do us. Like yeah. we are our own family too, even if you have family. And so we kind of went back and forth about that, especially with Christmas last year, because it's like, we are getting drug here, there, and everywhere. And while I'm very fortunate to have those opportunities, don't want to come off ungrateful and get an email again. Um, <laughs> while I'm very fortunate to have all of these places to visit, sometimes I do just want to chill. Well, I can and enjoy that, that moment so with like my this, son and my husband. This past year for me was it was the very first time I was not at my home that I grew up in for Christmas. Oh, wow. Because we had a three-month-old. Right. And... um, That's a long ways away. This was uh, really difficult for me Uh leading up to it. uh, I was terrified that I wasn't going to be in the house that I associate Christmas with. Right. Under the tree that I associate Christmas with, with the people that I associate Christmas with. That's a big change, yeah. Yeah. And um, we just did our own thing, Rob, Brittany, and Will. And it was... Special. It was amazing. Right. It was so different, but it was... Like probably what it's going to be from this point forward. Mm-hmm. But instead of feeling like I thought I would just be kind of in my feelings all day. Right. And it wound up being just like a beautiful right. day. A like, new thing. Yeah. yeah. I remember when my grandma passed, that's what I associate Christmas Eve with is going to my dad's, my grandma's house. My grandma passed away. I remember just like going there and I was just like, this is just so weird. Like, you know, like tradition that you've known your entire life is yeah. just suddenly everyone's just kind of like fumbling, like, well, what do we do now? Right. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. And so it's, it, the holidays are so tricky. What people are doing, uh, 31% of people who normally, um, let's see. Okay. So the number one thing is people are reducing their invite list to that their parties. That makes sense. Yeah. Uh, 38% of people said they're going to fewer parties or gatherings. Mm-hmm. Um, well, I guess this is for, this might be for Christmas either way. They're buying, yeah. they're buying fewer gifts because money is tight. Yep. Uh, 21% say they're skipping church. 12% say, <laughs> I was like, okay, but I, I you don't have to tell me twice. Well, you know what? This was the first year I didn't go to church on Christmas Eve. Really? I've always been there with my mom. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Oh, Nancy. Uh, <laughs> I just love her. Bull blue waffles. <laughs> you address her by her superhero name. <laughs> my bad blue waffles. 12% said, what did you say? I said my bad blue waffles. <laughs> 12% said they will drive to a destination they would have normally flown to. Oh, okay. That makes 
cents, yeah. Six percent say they're not putting up decorations this year. I don't know why the COVID would have affected that. Yeah. Oh my gosh. If you're not putting up decorations because of COVID, fuck off. And then twenty seven percent of people said they'll make no changes because of COVID. That's my so, sister. It's about twenty five percent. The one who got COVID. Yeah, my sister's like licking the floor everywhere. She goes, No, I'm just <laughs> You must be talking about the beer drinker. <laughs> Brooke, no, I don't think. Did you lick the floor last night? Yes. Brooke, <laughs> did you lick the floor? <laughs> yeah, I don't think uh, it, much will change for us, but we don't do much anyway. So, you know, we always would take him to see grandparents for Halloween and we would always eat ho- yeah. our uh, Thanksgiving dinner with my grand. I don't think any of that will change. Obviously, you're part of this statistic. You've already revealed your answer. Um, 60% of people still say they are uncomfortable eating in a restaurant indoors but no not me not me nope i'll walk right in there and eat it up <laughs> but but you left with covid so <laughs> i sure did so keep that and keep that didn't even have to pay for that it was a free appetizer i like this and i want so talking about things that covid might be killing mm-hmm. they're saying that um only 46 percent of people will go back to shaking hands when the pandemic is over I could do away with the whole handshake. Yeah, thing. I don't like touching other people like that. But I'll be honest with you, I've realized like if someone offers me a handshake, I, my instinct is still to accept right. it. Right, that's just but what you I do. don't want that to. I want to change that about me. Yeah, like I don't like that about. I, I don't think to, we we don't have to touch to introduce. I agree, especially without consent. So remember a few weeks ago, I told you about Kraft macaroni and cheese and the send nudes campaign. Yes, I was here for it. I was gonna say that. Was Are a, they getting nudes? No, they. Oh, you didn't hear about this? They had to cancel no. the ad campaign. What Be- a letdown! <laughs> was I it feel- me? <laughs> Did you? Send I me- sent the good boob. The one good one. If you can't appreciate me at my left, you don't deserve my right. If you. <laughs> <laughs> That's just facts, okay? Um, Woodson preferred the one side, so it's a little more worn. Uh, I sent him the good side. That's nice. That was very, very uh, thoughtful of you. Very big of me. Um, let's see. People became outraged at them for, quote, sexualizing mac and cheese. S- mac and cheese sexualizes itself. It's literally mac and cheese. No, I, think, I didn't even think about this, but the, uh, my Cardi favorite, B sexualized mac saying, and cheese. Macaroni in a pot. <laughs> yeah. I, that's my favorite line in all of music, by the yeah. way. Yeah. Because that, I can immediately hear what she's talking about. And now I'm like, I get it. All you have to say is macaroni in a pot, <laughs> and I know exactly what you're talking about. I love it. Um, let's see. What else do we have here? Do I have more from the send nudes? Uh, they've canceled the campaign. That's so disappointing. They've scrubbed it from their social media account. <sighs> I immediately thought this was a bad idea for craft foods. I mean, at least they, they did something scandalous. Oh, and then this is a story I would have passed over, um, except for a conversation we've had previously. So I read that up until 2001, the employees at Disney World who dressed up as characters. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. They weren't allowed to wear their own underwear underneath the costumes. They had to wear shared underwear. Oh, why? Well, I don't know. It was part of the costume, I guess. That's repulsive. But they had to change the policy due to pubic lice. Ugh. <laughs> I just, your reaction to pubic lice. <laughs> You had an epic I just l- scratch when I hear that word. I don't like it. I feel like if I had pubic lice, you'd be able to see him through these leggings today. <laughs> I will have to take your word for that. Are you familiar with taps? <laughs> you okay? Do they actually crawl around? Yeah, they're like they're little parasites. I've never had head lice. Yeah, but, but, but it's got, it's the same concept, right? 
It's literally it's the, little bugs. It's just being it's just you know <laughs> headlights. It tells you where and what. Pubic lice also tells you where <laughs> right. and what. <laughs> so. Area. Yeah. Bug. <laughs> and I think that's like really, really. Is it choices. the same as crabs? Have we established that? We talked about this before. I think there's a little bit of a difference. Fuck off. That's. <laughs> <laughs> Have you ever heard of tab soda? If you've ever had pubic lice, let me know what it's like. Um, DM me. <laughs> I only know someone who's had crabs. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, how you uncomfortable. Know I told you. I told, yeah, yeah, I told yeah. you it was. Yeah, you did. By the way, get, so well, I know someone. get well soon, Jer. <laughs> One of my very best friends in the whole world caught COVID. <laughs> and he ain't talking about me. <laughs> not Maddie. He's caught more than COVID. Well, you caught COVID too. Yeah, but that's all I've caught. I, yeah, well, me he too. He can't I'm. say the same. <laughs> <laughs> I can say this because he's talked about it on the air several times. Okay, I believe you. Have you heard of Tab Soda? Have you ever no. drank Tab You've heard of Tab Soda? Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. The, is it like in a pink can? I don't know, but it's, Some, it's dying. It's yeah. been around since the 80s and Coca-Cola is killing it all. Oh, fucking Coke. <laughs> Now you know. <laughs> the more you know. I, have, I, have, I didn't know. I bet if you put Coke on your well, pubic lice. you'd be like, oh my God, I love Tab. No, but I, I know what you're talking about because I know I can picture the can in my mind. But God, it's been forever since I've seen it. Yeah, I can picture it too. And I always see it at the store and everything. And yeah. it's, it's I feel weird. like I've definitely drank it before. I guarantee you, you've been at a barbecue. It's the, your yeah. only choice was Tab. Right. It's probably dirt cheap. <laughs> anyway, it's been around for. Run out and grab some while you can. It's been around for 60 years almost. Oh, that's kind of sad. Yeah, and uh, its popularity has, it, the Coca-Cola said it's been, uh, quote, one of their underperforming products. They're also getting rid of Odwalla. That's how my family refers to me. <laughs> our, 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 we're, get, we're getting rid of Maddie. She's one of our underperforming products. <laughs> it's how Brittany refers to my private parts. <laughs> I love it. It's, we just call it Tab. <laughs> it's a cute little Tab. You're, You're gonna pick up the tab? <laughs> Should I pick up the tab? <laughs> what are we gonna do about the tab? Sh- shall we tip? <laughs> uh, oh, saw this one. Want to get your thoughts on this? Alrighty. It's weird to think about, but let's see. In eight years, Woodson will be ten. Oh. <laughs> it's this article says that kids it'll be over will, ten. Yeah, I'll be like ten and a half. Kids will be more tech savvy than their parents by age 10. Oh, bring it on. I can't imagine Will out teching me. Well, I mean, especially now that I've grown up in, in like the digital era of an iPhone, anything that comes out after that is something that I'm going but I to. I guarantee you our parents said the same thing. True. They're like, I know how to use a touch tone phone. Yeah, it's just. My it's TV so- has a remote control. <laughs> They'll never be able to figure this out. It's just bizarre to me that there could be anything more. Than what's already out there. I know that that I it's know. possible. That's like, kind imagine, of crazy. Just imagine handing an iPhone to yourself in like the late nineties. No, imagine like me getting into a car that's a stick shift is going to be equivalent to me getting in Woodson's car in the future. I'm just gonna be like, how the fuck do you drive this thing? Could be. Or it's gonna just even drive itself. Woodson will just send it to pick my ass up from the nursing home and take me to lunch. So I wonder what the world will look like when our kids are ten. I'm excited you know, to see. Where to think about? Yeah. Uh, oh, I saw this. I wanted to get your thoughts on this. Okay. There's, uh, uh, an empty blockbuster. There's a petition online to get it. So it's, it's in, uh, it's in Canada. Okay. Ontario, Canada. By the way, there is still one, uh, active blockbuster. Really? It's the last one on earth. <gasps> I've seen, uh, I've seen videos of inside of it. It's cool. They've got it. It's, it's, it looks like it's doing okay because it's the last blockbuster. Yeah. But there's an empty blockbuster in Canada and people want to have it preserved as a museum. 
I agree. And I'm like, God, I'm with that. I, I so agree. That was like so exciting in my childhood is to go pick out a movie, especially when I would go to my dad's house. Yep. He would look, go and let us rent like two movies for the weekend and it was just so exciting. I was thinking it'd be cool to like- And I remember always looking you know, in the back like room. almost like going through like the dream car museum. It's like yeah. a trip through time, like to like the 50s and 60s. Like yeah. it could just be a trip through time to like the 90s. Like it, it could be yeah. really cool. And if you're lucky enough, they'll crack the back door and you'll peek in there real quick and look at all the pornos. Did Blockbuster have the pornos? I, I can't remember, but I, I know I've seen them. Pops. Yeah. I, I definitely have seen the I porno rooms. Remember, I guarantee you my mom's laughing as she's hearing you talk about this because uh, I was probably like six or seven, mm-hmm. and a uh, local video store in my neck of the woods had those double saloon doors. Yep. And I never knew what was back there. And you're like, oh, I'll go but figure it out. Little Rob wanted to find <laughs> out, so I just walked right under those saloon doors, and I remember every videotape cover that I saw. Every single one. And I remember... Down to the pubic lice. I remember the old man behind the counter yelled, a little boy! And my mom goes, oh, Robbie! And comes running in to get me. And I don't think my my mom was prepared for what was behind those doors. Oh, poor Nancy. I mean, Blue Waffle, my apologies. (laughs) But but I think I even saw a Blue Waffle or two. Definitely. In fact, I even remember one day it was Blue Waffle 6. (laughs) I want to see the first five too. Or, that's one where I could I can get behind eleven sequels. <laughs> the, the blue, blue the blue and the waffles <laughs> back in action. Uh, the fate of the waffles. I had one more story for you, Matt, right. because I know how much you like to work out, mm-hmm. and you're uh, you're always monitoring like your weight yeah. and everything. Uh, if you want to feel skinny, <gasps> weigh yourself on Friday morning. So throughout the day, your weight can fluctuate about six pounds. Yes, I've noticed that. And uh, Only mine's not doing the fluctuating part. Okay. Just staying six. Okay, well, whatever <laughs> just the kidding. case may be. I'm just kidding. They say that the person's average body weight is lowest on Friday mornings. Well, I wonder why Friday morning. Um, definitely not after the weekend because you're definitely more prone to eat more on the weekends and stuff. Let's see. Here's what I can tell you. They're at their lowest weight Friday morning and their heaviest weight Sunday night. Definitely Sunday night. I'm a fucking lard. (laughs) I like drank beer all weekend and like ate like shit. Yeah. I'm one of those people that like definitely gives myself a little bit too much freedom on the weekend. So your best weight Friday morning, your worst weight Sunday night. If you want your most accurate weight, weigh yourself on a Wednesday. Okay, well, I'm going to go back now that it's Friday, and I'm going to weigh myself, and I, then I'll put in the comments what I weigh. Are you going to put your, your reveal your weight? Yeah, well, whenever I went to the doctor earlier this week, I was 141.2. Okay. But that was clothed. I'll get naked for you guys, I'll get on the scale, and then that'll be my Friday morning weight. Matt, I'll let dying you know. to get naked yeah. on the show, it's so clear. I know, one time I did take a picture of my weight, and my it's a bit reflective. And I'm like, thank God I only sent that to like my friends because I was really proud. It was like during my whole weight loss journey and I was really proud. And I was like, my butthole's in that. (laughs) (laughs) Everyone's like, I could see like like this profile of you. (laughs) That's the last time anybody asked how my weight loss journey was going. (laughs) <laughs> this episode of the Ross Podcast with Maddie West was brought to you by Gooden Consulting. Oh, yeah. If you're a tri-state business owner, especially lately, I'm sure you know how difficult it can be to keep everything going when your computers, networks, servers, and IT aren't working properly. Gooden Consulting wants to take those stresses off of your plate and be your friend in the IT world. Gooden Consulting oversees the IT for many businesses here in Evansville so that those companies don't have to worry about their networks failing, data breaches, computer viruses, secure backup, and much more. Gooden Consulting offers 24-7 
24-7 system monitoring, providing you a true peace of mind. Less downtime for you as they identify and solve problems before they even happen. Fewer disruptions as they can provide most services remotely and overnight and predictable budgeting as they will work with you to create a monthly flat rate for an all-inclusive IT service that monitors all of your company's hardware and software. Even if you're working from home, Good & Consult- Consulting can keep your machines and information safe by establishing and maintaining reliable VPNs. Join the growing number of tri-state doctor's offices, dentist offices, law firms, realty groups, and other local businesses that have let Good & Consulting be their friend in the IT world. Call Cody at 812-402-0611 or visit goodandconsulting.com. And as always, if you'd like to advertise on the Rob's Podcast with Maddie West, please oh, yeah. email the Rob's Podcast at gmail.com. Maddie, Peace I'm, out. I'm happy to have you back. Is there it's anything good to be else, back. Anything else we need to get in before we get out? No, I guess next week is like our Halloween edition. We should wear costumes and stuff. Oh, maybe we should. Yeah, we should. Okay. It would be like the day before Halloween. I'll consider it. How yeah. exciting. That's a good idea, Maddie. <gasps> I'm going to Halloween- wear a thong. <laughs> <laughs> get ready, guys. I'm going to wear a thong and wear that stripper pole well, you is. Know what? If, you're dressing as a, if you're dressing as Machine Gun Kelly, <laughs> that would make Could sense. Be. <laughs> we'll see you next week for our spooky Halloween episode. <laughs>